Welcome, welcome again to this podcast, to the podcast that was uh, recently described as not very well done, and only a friend would listen to this, <laughs> only a very good friend would listen to this, which I think is the best description, and is the, you know just great way to to explain what's going on in here uh i don't see that as a bad bad description at all uh because at the time it was really badly made because i i i had fuck up the edits right so it was sounded really really badly really really um just on one side you know and very quiet as well so yeah that part tracks and i fixed that whole issue and the part that only a, a really good friend will listen to this of her very 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 good friend to listen to this is that you have the opportunity of you know through your listeners making them feel like you're good friends with them so that's at least that's what I usually take from podcasts that I listen to. They're like pocket friends, you know, in a way. So, <clears throat> oh, still, my throat's still getting me. Um, so, yeah, um, which, is, which is a good aspect of it as well, I believe, you know. Um, I have just a few very good friends uh, in in Sydney now, I would say they're probably two, um, even though I don't see one of those two very often. And lately, um, probably two months, something like that. Um, but um, anyway, still love the guy and all that. Um, but yeah, you know, you just, again, I probably touched on that a little bit before uh, when I first started speaking about listeners and all that right when the podcast got released and it got some 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 numbers in there there are people in the u.s listening to it which was strange uh, and i i believe one particular person seemed to be listening to it a lot because all the downloads came from that city right that a, a particular city so i i was interested in that and then it got normalized so i don't know maybe it was someone just maybe traveling to the to the u.s and you know i, I have no idea because they kind of stop oh she or oh, he or she right uh lost interest in it whatsoever <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> have been a process of like i feel like i'm finally kind of discovering exactly what i'm doing uh, in terms of how it feels, in terms of uh, high highs and lows while producing this, because I, I usually tend to ignore completely, right, and then eventually come back to it, um, sort of like when I feel like, you know. But since the podcast is being published now, and there is an expectation of you know when it's going to be published every week. Um, those sort of gray areas and and more um, expectations in the sense that well it becomes a responsibility essentially that's what I'm trying to say maybe and then you just you know 
you just go ahead with it and and you experience more of a of a living thing in your life like doing the podcast so that translates a little bit more to conversations as well and to how you conduct the conversations and how i i usually when i am in a social setting nowadays i tend to just you know be more exp- i've been feeling more that I'm, that I'm expanding more when I'm in social relationships because, I don't know, I had just have that muscle of trying to say shit more active, you know? And, yeah, at work and that sort of thing in, in one specific job, not the other one. But, yeah, I feel like that's it. I feel like that, the, yeah, that covers the part of the... Of, of whatever I have to say about about the podcast itself, I think it's um it's a working it's a working progress, you know, as every podcast should be. And yeah, doing a solo one is hard as hell, you know, because. But the, the 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 ones that I do with with Ben as well, they do get quite sleepy very easily, also, you know. So it's not necessarily the case of having you know just one or two you know if uh energy might be an issue then the energies might be an issue you know so yeah working on energy as well trying to trying to see through that you know because I, I think there are some episodes that later ones that are really good i think they're really concise ones about the music right um the cranberry ones i really liked and and both the post-punk things that I'm looking at right now and the Nick Cave, Nick Cave one too, really good. Uh, so the last three or, three or four or maybe five of them I do think are very good. This one is the 60, let's see exactly what it is. The 64th, yeah, had Beach House and Cranberries, true female vocalist, right, of bands. Interesting that parallel. I I hadn't done that parallel before. Okay, so I already have the number. I know the number. Number it's eighty six. Okay. Oh, lovely. That's great. That's very rich. Isn't that rich? Because I do have a lot of history with this record, and it's an artist that I actually saw live, and another album that I that I came to know about because of the needle drop the famous you know i've talked about him quite extensively i believe uh yeah i got that that one from him i remember the ones you know that he recommended and that one was quite a highlight of that year uh, 2017 the name of the album is bravado the the artist is kieran j Callahan. Uh, recently involved with some, you know, he he was actually um, sued by 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 someone for 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 indecent exposure or something like that. He was in a in a red carpet, and maybe he did something silly that something shouted at him. I don't know. And and he just he was wearing a skirt. Obviously, <laughs> he's just uh, showed what he. It would be better for him not to show, you know, and that there was a whole thing. And he uses that in his music. Eventually, he uses the news clip speaking about that in one of his songs of his uh, third album 
because this one is the second, his second. His third album is a cover album, and it's a really, really, really good, well, well done. Also, to the same extent that this one is kind of the the the, the album that I believe that he found his signature. Uh, I was actually thinking about him the other day and how, yeah, I was on my way to an inspection in Newtown, and I was thinking if if I had to describe. Kieran J. Callahan in a uh, on a podcast. How would I do it? Right, I was thinking exactly that thought, and I, some things came up. It, it, he is a very hard guy to describe. V kind of a unique force in music, I would say. Even you know, it, it, it speaks to that thing because I I don't see many things that mixes. Um, like what will be sort of like a Mick Jagger figure in a way m mixed with Lou Reed also the famous Velvet Underground vocalist and has a very extensive uh, solo career as well and a very big song in Walk on the Wild Side it's used in hip-hop samples, Tribe Called Quest, namely to name one. I think there is one more that uses it, the, the guitar line on that, on that song. And, you know, just an icon of uh, alternative, like proto-punk, you know. He, the guy is really, like, one of the most respected people, at least coming out of the 70s. And, you know, he was relevant sometimes in bad ways but he was relevant throughout his whole uh, career sometimes for making like really experimental you know noise records or making a, an album with Metallica which I never listened to it and I hear it is not very good so yeah there's that and so he, he compares with those two mostly he has somewhat of a of a of a of a foot right in 80s dance pop synth pop to the likings of the pashmo to the likings of uh, erasure soft cell a lot especially with with his look which is a more glossy sort of you know very leather based and sweaty sort of you know gay man you know what I mean, right? Visually speaking, you can understand more or less. So he has a, he, he it's not that talk because I actually saw him live. So I remember, I remember remembering him not as, not as tall as, as I, I, would, I would imagine because of his lengthy uh, figure, right? He's very, very slim and just a powerhouse. Powerhouse in terms of vocal delivery, powerhouse in terms of vocal energy, powerhouse in terms of uh, hook writing and using sort of like a sense of humor that one of those things that it could go either way, you know, either everything that he does is sort of a joke or everything is like the most serious thing ever, you know. It, it it doesn't get I mean one big example of that is the is the music video for 
the shouting man in the sky video which became a meme at the time and everybody knows that meme but nobody knows that it's from him you know so yeah what was uh what, what's the song big enough so the song is big enough and there is a country singer uh it has a figure of a country singer shouting as he's projected from the sky like mufasa from from the lion king so uh, that sort of a, a play with with uh, jimmy barnes actually the name of the of that particular of course then you, if you're australian you know who jimmy barnes is i i would imagine so and sort of why 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 the guy is shouting you know why 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 would you do that you know that sort of uh approach to to things but you understand that in the irony and it's not even that ironic because it's played like so soulfully so and and it's it's uh enveloped also in a in an excellent song right it's a um like narrative like the the, the whole cowboy theme also of that music video and he plays sort of like to that thing as well in an uh, ironic way so he he plays with the crooner sort of thing he plays with the with the like imagine every memorable frontman that you ever came about like and i'm speaking of like uh the doors and uh jim morrison right has he has a little bit of jim morrison as well and sometimes on the delivery uh with the spoken word he uses spoken word quite a lot uh, so kind of that segment there of, of that sort of performance he has something I, I, I said about Mick Jagger and Lou Reed and I'm, I'm also tossing uh, Jim Morrison a, li a little bit there um, so I was, I was thinking of the crooner I was thinking of the yeah and the 80s sort of also uh, approach there more to the production side of things because it tends to use a lot of uh, a lot of synthesizers and uh, electronic drums and all that he, all the scope of production right that's someone that probably produces um, a lot of the, the the ideas might come from him himself i believe i don't know and he's from sydney right so he's from actually Merrickville uh, because i saw him in Merrickville and at the show he he mentioned that he used to uh, play around the corner somewhere there you know it was a very um vic on the park actually i was looking at something about vic, vic on the park today actually they're going to be a record fair they're going to be a record fair there and it's i, I, I won't be working so i'll probably go to that uh, sounds very interesting very close to home as well around november anyway so someone wants to go just you know it's probably passed by this point when this episode is published yeah it's probably way long gone anyway can't invite anyone you know via instagram or via podcast I don't know. that's not it would be surrounding music you know it would be kind of interesting even you know it would be interesting uh i might even record something yeah like video video eyes yeah my, that might be a good idea uh okay so you have very bombastic 80s infused alternative pop 
traveling through rock sometimes but not not really no more of a more of a dance punk energy than anything kind of related to to rock and roll you know and related to to energy as well so he has the energy of rock and roll but it's packed on a on a synth pop um broad synth pop sort of thing you know very akin to the patch mode very akin to to also soft sell because of the dirtiness of it and the greediness of it as well yeah i'll 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 probably get some lyrics right because the lyrics usually um say something i'm not sure i'm gonna i'm gonna pause a bit there uh here in this case and i'll probably get to some lyrics maybe so I'll just listen to two tracks from this album um sad and bravado were the tracks i'll have a look at the lyrics now because there is uh interesting things to say about his uh, sense of humor that goes through uh, especially with sads more specifically that the the latter the other one uh, bravado it's a more bruce springsteen sort of arena rock and it's a little bit more earnest earnest it's a bit more it seems not to be uh anything other than his own feelings about things that i'm, I'm not sure but yeah i, I think that's more like it because he on this track right here sad sad right it's a song about drugs uh he's more he's describing and kind of making fun also a little bit of the of the partying sort of rave sort of thing you know it seems to have a have an angle of uh or at least some 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 sort of sarcastic um, um, observations about their sort of environment um, nobody gonna live tonight just another song about drugs you know when when he says just another song about drugs there is something implying that there are a lot of songs about drugs you know so that's sort of like the sarcastic comment uh, the this sardonic sort of sort of jab that he that he puts in there and is sort of his sense of humor also and also the grandiose sort of over the top uh what's the next level that this joke can 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 achieve you know he also plays uh, a lot with that so sweet dreams and high hopes to black sleep and no hope uh h-o-p-a in that case right uh, both words that deep breaths deep breaths don't choke which is a very interesting very interesting phrase in and of itself i'm not really sure you're you're breathing the air of this the smoky night which is smoke comes comes after that when he mentions dope smoke right and so it, it plays along those lines there uh, foreshadowing the the part of the breathing and choking you know and with the dope smoking too hell yeah uh understand okay deep breaths don't choke mom's got your hand 
understand every man's someone's son yeah and then i love you mom <laughs> right so he he punches with that right which is yeah it, it's i don't have anything else to say unless it's it's funny right it's a, it's a funny choice of putting that speaks to the over the top as well that i mentioned that i mentioned before it, the 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 image was established already right about the about this the statement before right is that an interpretation that can be can be put there so uh, it goes like understand every man's someone's son so you should respect and you understand what the maternal and paternal love means right and and you're 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 putting down on you're putting down on a setting uh, it's a song about drugs so it's a setting of of uh the things that moms wouldn't agree you know that that you're doing so he br he brings that as 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 an element of connection to the real uh real world right a word uh world in that case and 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 that implies that life is not all about party you know because it's just another song about drugs and you invoke the the fact that every man should be uh, seen as someone's son you know like you should understand that and no matter who you are you should be loved you are at least loved by one person right uh, anyway so get along full of dope smoke so just get that out of the way get that touch with reality out of the way let's get back to the party right is the lung of full of dope smoke brings you again to the to the to the main theme of the song here because uh, the whole first verse is just sweet dreams and high hopes to black sleep and no hope i'm not sure if what black sleep means my black blacked out perhaps could be the play on things here like to sleep to, to get blacked out and have no hope which hopelessness is usually attached to drug use to you know drugs give you purpose in a way even if it's a momentary and narcotic purpose you know and that's full of its snakes and all that uh, so it speaks a little bit about that but then it gets back to it and so, so you get a lung full of dope smoke now you're laughing at my joke you know everything's funny Laugh louder at my sick joke. Uh, we are getting deep again. Life begins at 1 a.m. So that was sort of the, the 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 presentation, right? So now it's like gearing towards like really what the hell is is this party uh, scenario that he's that he's creating here, right? Um, with the life begins at 1 a.m., you know, it's sort of like, oh, it's already, and yeah, raves usually <laughs> begin kind of late, <laughs> late. Uh, speaking more of the electronic music sort of thing, you know, but yeah, a show, not in Australia though, no, shows will probably end at 11 here, yeah, they don't usually stay that long, uh, there's a bunch of noise uh, sort of things that, you know, go about in Sydney, 
nobody gonna live tonight till dreams come true speaks of the euphoria of the that the drugs can cause you know and that sense of pursue that sense of uh, perpetual running uh, running towards something that really is just a feeling of euphoria in and of itself and just another song about drugs he puts that out there again it's the chorus of the song obviously so me and you no curfew no curfew pushing through tomorrow also a play on the intensity and the and you know it's it's a song about drugs that kind of explains the obvious things about about partying but there is that the second dimension of kind of um really saying like yeah that's really you know it, that there is a sense of criticism for sure in the track that doesn't come across very much because he pretty much buys everything that he that he does as a proposition right he has that characteristic to him uh he's a guy that buys the joke until the end you know he doesn't he doesn't cut the humor am i recording i don't remember recording yet um he he the humor fuck lost completely completely let me let me let me pause a bit yeah no i believe that's sort of it for this song i think that with the other song that i listened to has more touches of what you could find in uh, fred mercury and bruce springsteen in a way on his own way so yes he he okay I'm, i'm starting to remember a little bit of the the other point here so he speaks about um obvious things that partying um that happens in partying right but um, it's the packaging of the humor of the thing that makes the thing deeper right because it's not necessarily doing the doing that sort of thing it's something okay so a good way of describing is that every single song of his could be interpreted as a parody not necessarily as a high class music act which is the case with 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 him he's excellent and in, 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 in insanely talented in so many many areas and to be this versatile as a singer-songwriter as well you know it speaks even more to his imagination really good really good uh um really good artist here and, and a return return to the center it's also really good i also have that album here uh, might speak about that in the future i will because I, i will do all of those albums probably um there are 297 now so it, it could be seen as so he, he i probably didn't finish the point before right because i keep jumping one thing to the other um so you can easily see his thing as a tim and eric sketch you know but it's the music is just excellent and but he has that sort of energy that sort of thing they say wow um w- w- this it's hard to place his sense of humor 
you know it's 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 never obvious and it's never you know yeah i i believe that's it you're gonna listen to it you're gonna understand exactly what i'm talking about like the the over the top humor thing that he uses you know and very much true to form live as well that i didn't speak entirely about the show right let me speak about the show so i was supposed to go with a friend that lived with me at the time he just ditched me for some reason or i don't really remember um and i ended up going by myself in that place in Merrickville, and it was a free concert and it was two months before everything shut down and then the next concert that i saw was like only two years after that right um so they weren't happening so that you know that happened and the the way that he played he played by himself so he he programmed the the um the the basis of of the track and then he riffed the guitar on top so he played guitar and sing and play also a little bit of some guitar or something like that um guitar keyboard with guitar yeah guitar and there was something like that involved i wouldn't be surprised so and it was pretty much like listening to in a show setting with a with a very good um with a very good audio system and in front of the guy right because it's a small place so i got like right next to the the left side of the of the stage and it was just like listening to the album you know in terms of what was being delivered and the family familiarity of the of the music because it was the same music from the from the record but he was like singing on top of it and riffing on top of it so it was um and playing playing the guitar and that sort of thing um very good very very commanding presence very funny presence as well uh, I believe that he has like a, like the the artist like the person has a side you know he's not all character all the time he b- kind of builds up through the music like the character that he plays uh, which was interesting to see as well because he wasn't like because uh, you would expect that he would be flamboyant from the beginning right and and he it wasn't it wasn't it was like very homely and and sort of quiet when he got on stage um it was probably probably speaking with someone and just got on stage you know and then through the music he started to get more energized and he was it was really probably one of the best shows i've seen yeah i guess i could easily say that it was a very memorable and, and 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 cool show to watch yeah okay that's it you have bravado now and Thanks for listening.